Hey everybody, my name is David Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. Hey, how's your week, David? My week is fantastic. How? Uh, I guess I can I can talk a little bit about it, but uh, yeah, my week's been not too bad. I do have some complaints. I'm trying not to complain, trying to be a less of a complainer, but I kind of can't help it. It's just the way that I'm wired. But in typical David fashion, I overcommit myself just about every weekend, and uh, it's it's funny. I mean, do you, do you have a side hustle? You know what a side hustle is? Yeah, it's a girl you did on the side. You don't tell your wife. No, no, no. Like no, a side no. That's job. That's a side chick. It's not a side hustle. <laughs> it's, That's a side. The correct chick. term is a side piece. Thank you very much. A side piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, in Arizona, a side piece is something completely different. Well, that's true too. That's a side arm. <laughs> side piece, side arm, same thing. Anyways, as far as I can remember, I've always had a side hustle. I mean, um, going back to like, you know, when I graduated college, one of the first jobs that I like, you know, big jobs that I had out of college was as a web developer. And of course, you know, at the time, this was, you know, in the 90s, um, dating myself a little bit. But, you know, I was I was the web guy that everybody knew. So everybody that ever wanted a website would always call me. Right. So, and I was the only guy that they knew. So, of course, all my buddies were like, hey, can you build me a website for this? Can you build me a website? And I never said no. And which I always is, overcommitted which, myself. Right. Which is great when you're getting paid to do something by the hour, right? Oh, yeah. It was fantastic money-wise. But what ended up happening is you suffer, like, socially, right? Because you spend all of your time working. So, um, so that's continued through throughout my life and whatever my hobby is. And I've always had this thing where I said, if I'm going to pick up a new hobby, it's going to be a hobby that one either keeps me healthy, um, two, like satisfies like the creative urge that I always have had. I've always been kind of a a creative person and three makes me money. Right. So, So and by the the only thing we're doing is the creative urge because it's not healthy. We're just sitting around. And we yeah, and we're certainly not making money. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so usually my hobbies consume at least, or they hit at least two of those things. Okay. Usually it's creative and money. It's very rarely healthy and creative or healthy and money. So it's usually like the creative side and, you know, usually that ends up making me money. So, you know, I started making videos and posting them on YouTube and um, Facebook a couple of years ago. And of course, all my friends and relatives and family saw them and they were like, Hey, can you do a, you know, a commercial for me? Or can you do an ad, an internet ad for me? And before I knew it, I had, you know, more video projects than I'd care to shake a stick at. And I even but have now, a friend who now you're doing bat mitzvahs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I also do weddings and bat mitzvahs. Yeah. Um, and I have a friend, I have a couple friends actually that have since started their own agencies, like ad agencies. So they outsource like video work to me. And what started to be kind of a passion project has now become, and and I have to be careful because I don't want to like piss off anybody by saying this, but it's become a chore, right? It's so it's no a longer job. exactly yeah, what it's exactly it's become a second or a third job in some cases. So at this point, I'm just so burnt out. Like I have like three or four video projects that I had to do this weekend that are due on Monday. So literally Friday, I get off of work, we go out and. Um, I actually went over uh, my daughter's um, 
boyfriend's parents' house for like dinner. We met them for the first time. Super cool couple. We had a fantastic time. But, you know, as soon as I get home, hit the computer, time to go to work. And this morning I woke up. It's a Saturday today. I woke up and literally worked all day. Um, got a haircut, took my dad out for his groceries. And then like I've nonstop, if I'm not like doing an errand, I'm in front of my computer working and it's gotten to the point where I want to quit. Like I want to quit my side hustle because all the stuff that I love, I don't get to do. Like I don't get to do music anymore. I don't get to do, you know, fun videos that make people laugh. So, yeah. And that's, that's the hard part about doing this other stuff. So for me, at least my firm, it's, it's a little bit of a gift and a curse. We're actually, mm -hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. You got to give the money to the firm if you get paid, though. <laughs> so there's no oh, wow. real. Is that like there's no contractual? Real, yeah, there's no real wow. benefit to do something else. So Anything even if you were like in, stripping in like a mail review, you'd have to give that uh, well, all your tip money to the firm. No, they wouldn't want the coins. But <laughs> <laughs> no, anything that's related to my field, I have to turn it over to the firm. So the point of that is, and you have to give your tax returns and all that stuff at the end of each year, so they can check that. And the point mm. of that is, is they don't want you doing other shit because even though yeah. I'm not saying I'm doing it for my firm, in essence, being a partner in my firm, the perception could be, could be that. So that actually firm, helps yeah. a little bit keep me out of my field. So there's nothing I can do. And then everything else I'm not qualified to do. <laughs> so I can't, I'm not talented. I, I don't, I'm not handy. Like, so there's no side stuff like that that I'd be working on. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, you know, you said it's a blessing and a curse. Um, I mean, the money's great. Uh, you know, whenever I want, I don't know, a new car or, you know, something that's fairly expensive, I have the means to go out and get it without having to, like, you know, budget and spend, right. you know, years saving up for it. So, I mean, that's awesome. So I can't really complain about that. But, um, man, there are just certain times where it just, it just, it just beats the life out of me. And I feel like that today. Yeah, there's well, good because I'm going to continue to beat the life out of you as the night Thank goes you. on. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, there's the rap song a few years ago. I think it's rock star and rap star, right? It was by uh, Cypress Hills, two songs, and mm. they had in each of them they had intercutting. One of them had obviously rap stars cutting in. Mm. The other one they had rock stars cutting in, and both of them they talk about it's a fun job, but it's still a job, and yeah. that's that's the part that that's where. You know, even baseball players, football players, people are always like, well, how can you complain about this? Because when it's your job and, you know, you're getting paid based on it and everybody's expecting things, it loses the fun. So even somebody like you who's like, hey, I love making these videos. I love taking out the um, camera and going doing, you know, you did one on Sedona. It was like a 30-minute video. Mm -hmm. Once you have to do that for somebody for their thing, then it's, then it's no longer fun. So that's yeah. that's the hard part about that. Yeah, for sure. How was yeah. your week? So Not for me complaining. <laughs> well, uh, well, speaking of the healthy part of things, I had to have a CAT scan this week. Oh. So, yeah, about a week or so ago, I was having like my stomach was hurting and, and kind of a little bit lower. And I was worried that I had had a hernia. So went to the doctor. Um, unfortunately, it is that old exam where she's like, turn left and cough and, you know, grabs your junk. That's I won't keep it below the waist any more than that. Oh, so, well, you, you have a female doctor? I do. And she's not bad looking. Uh, and you didn't have to pay her? <laughs> no. She's my side <laughs> hustle. <No. laughs> so it's it's funny because when I was younger, I always was conflicted between having a pretty doctor and 
a male doctor, right? Well, I should say a female doctor and a male doctor. Yeah, it's not and, like you get to choose. Yeah, I want a well, female and I want her to be attractive. No, it doesn't so work that way. Here's the, and I know this is so sexist to say, and I shouldn't even say it, but, but you will. I don't want somebody who could have got by medical school on their looks, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, like I don't want her just getting good grades and then the next thing you know, she's taking off my left leg and it was supposed to be my right leg. Um, <laughs> but she's actually, she's a pretty lady. Like, um, and she has kids my kid's age. So um, very nice. My wife goes to her as well. So it's not like I could uh, enjoy the the, uh, the doctor doing anything <laughs> in that process anyway. <laughs> Nor would you. Yeah. So she checks for a hernia. She's like, I don't think so, but I'm going to send you in for, for a CAT scan. So I had I a, CAT scan. a CAT scan would, would turn up a, a hernia. Okay. Well, yeah. so how it does it much, is but... you have to drink this beverage. Um, I think it's called... Uh, Barium. Barium. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So My it makes your insides to glow before. like it's neon and yeah, shit. Yeah, right? and they watch it kind of like go yep. through your system. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so I had it, I had a CAT scan about 10, 11 years ago for similar type pains. Um, and the whatever they gave me was shit. Tasted like shit, looked like shit, smelled like shit. They've gotten a lot better now. So they came out and they were like, would you like chocolate or vanilla? I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll take the vanilla. Thank you very much. So I have it. Uh, they, they, you know, they take it two hours before, then you start the process and you, you get there, you go in a room, you get put into gown. And so now speaking of hot doctor, the nurse is pretty fucking hot. <laughs> and so now I'm walking around in like my underwear and a gown that doesn't close. So kind of my ass is ass half hanging out. We go into the room, I get into the, the machine. Um, and I, you shouldn't be thinking of things like this, but this is what I'm thinking about. What about if I'm in the machine? What about if I get hard? Because right? <laughs> she's right here. Because now I'm thinking, now I know I shouldn't be thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about her. So I'm like, what if that happens? I'm like, that's embarrassing. Then once they start the test, she's like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to push down as hard as you possibly can as if you were going to the bathroom. She didn't say taking a dump, but she's like, if you're taking a dump, that's how it has to feel. So we can get everything kind of like filled and pushed out and stuff like that. So now I'm thinking... You're what happens if one. I shit myself or if I rip <laughs> one, right? And then the, the funny thing, the thing that I thought was really funny, though, as this is happening, I'm thinking, well, that'd be a good story for the podcast if I shit yeah. myself in the CT. <laughs> so we go through it and ended up, thankfully, everything was fine. It just was whatever sort of pain. I don't know what it was. Um, but so then we're finishing and they have to, so they, they, they have an IV in you while they're doing it. So they wrap, they take this what's kind of gauze but a little bit looks better than gauze and she's like oh this we call vet tape because this is what they use on animals so mm. i'm like really like so the other lady's like um it's called surgical bandage and the lady's like i know it is vet tape she's like i used to be a vet in when i was you know interning she's like this is vet tape did so you say once. only my wife's allowed to call me an animal <laughs> yeah. so they're comparing us <laughs> now me to an animal which goes back to I had a doctor once at my heaviest where I was about 300 pounds. The doctor told me, she said, if you go over 300 pounds, I have to send you to the farm to get on an animal scale because my oh, scale shit. only goes up to 300. I was like, damn, doc, that's rough. Oh, um, so, yeah, so it ended up being fine. Everything was so done. So it was inconclusive? Well, no. They said that it was definitely not a hernia. It definitely was not diverticulitis, which if you ever tried to spell that, good luck. Um, yeah. And they said that, um, you know, they're like, you should try to go to the bathroom more. They're like, that's the only thing. They're like, I don't know if that's what's causing so, it. So let me rephrase that. 
So it was inconclusive? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> they told you a bunch of shit you don't have. Well, yeah. you don't have COVID. And as far as we can tell, it's not herpes or HIV. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. <laughs> yeah. So. One of the, it's funny you mentioned uh, about like, you know, worrying about, you know, getting aroused while, you know, one of those procedures is going on. It's one of the reasons why um, I refuse to go get a massage by a female. So and well, first, you get massages in general? I don't. But if I ever, like, you know, say the wife and I are on vacation in some tropical island and they have like a, you know, massage package, like a mm -hmm. couple spa package or something like that, I'm like 100% going, hey, as long as it's a dude, I don't care. And it's not that I, you know, want some manly dude rubbing me down. It's it's because I don't want to be. <laughs> it's never happened before, but it's one of those things. It's almost like that old dream or nightmare that you have, you know, when you go to school and you're naked. Like like everyone's had that like nightmare yeah. at one point in their life, or you're right? Talking so talking in front of people. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, it's never happened, but if it were to happen, I'd be like absolutely mortified. So and. I mean, I've heard people stories of like friends where they're like, "Yeah, hey, it happens. It's no big deal." And and even like the masseuses are like, "Yeah, it happens all the time. Like it's no big deal." But still, I'm like, "No, nah, <laughs> not me." See, I'm not a very big fan of massages in general. That's definitely part of it. Um, and I've only had a few. Like I've had back problems here and there, so sometimes I've got them for that. I'm not a fan of it. My wife and I did do a couple's massage once, mm -hmm. and you know me, like. I, it's not that I can't stand silence, but I will just talk. I don't care if people are listening. I don't care if people are responding. Sometimes I'll just talk. So we go to it, and my wife's like, look, I'm telling you now, I do not want to fucking hear you because it was beds <laughs> next to each other. So she's like, I do not want to hear you when we're getting these massages. So now I'm worried about that. Forget fucking getting hard. I'm worried about saying something <laughs> and my wife next to me getting mad. So we finish... And we, we leave, and she's like, oh, you were really quiet. I'm like, I had a million fucking questions going through my head that I wanted to ask the lady that I couldn't. I'm like, because you warned me not to ask questions. Because like That's they were doing funny. some things. They were using, like, certain oils, and then they were using wax, and they were using, like, all this different weird shit. I was just wanted to ask the lady questions, but I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to say anything. I love the fact that your wife knows you so well that she's like, don't you fucking ruin this for me. I'll kill you, bastard. I'm actually surprised <laughs> she wanted to even do it together. You know why? Because that was actually... I think that was the first massage I ever got. That's why we did it together. Because I was like, eh, I have really no desire to do this. So she's like, oh, you should come and try it. We'll do a couple's massage. You know, I guess it was supposed mm. to be romantic, but not when you yeah. scare the lady next to you. just going <laughs> to yell at you. <laughs> so you're the guy where it's romantic until you open your mouth. Yes. Which is how <laughs> most of my dates go. <laughs> Uh, All so, right. One of the things that I, I it actually came up this week um, that I wanted to, to, to mention to you, because you and I hardly ever talk about this, and I don't even know if you know this about me. You may, you may not, but I'm a huge horror movie fan. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if you knew that. Probably. No, I don't you know if you've did. ever. I know you've liked those movies. I wouldn't have said you were a huge fan. So it sounds like like I go to horror film festivals all the time. Okay. Um, so, uh, and I collect uh, masks. Like I have a Michael Myers mask and like, you know, just like gimp mask, iconic. Ball oh, gag. A gimp, a gimp yeah. <laughs> Pulp fiction. Um, yeah. So I'm just really into it. So um, there's a, there's a streaming service. It's called Shudder. Okay. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. And their spiel is it's all horror films. So I'm like, cool. I'm in. Right. Um, and I mean, it's not 
every horror film. It's not like all the most popular horror films, which is fine because I own most of them anyways. So if I liked it, I bought it at some okay. point in time. So it's really kind of like the stuff that never really made it mainstream or it's like the old stuff that wasn't like super popular, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. You know what I mean? So the sequels that like nobody really knows about. So anyways, I'm like, you know what? It could be good, could be bad. There's a ton, like horror film festivals that I've been to, there's a ton of really good films that for some reason or other never make it outside of the the, the horror film festival circuit. Right. And I don't know why. Like maybe they just don't know how to like get on the big screen or whatever. So there's a ton of really good films that just don't ever make it. And so I'm watching this and, and basically I throw it on my TV like while I'm at work, like I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, I'll throw something on that's every once odd, in a while. That's an odd thing to have in the background. Most people have like fucking CNN or one of the money channels. Do you just have horror movies playing in the background? Uh, I, I train myself. I can like work through anything. I mean, okay. what, I worked from home when my kids were at their youngest and most annoying. So for whatever reason, that trained my ears like I could focus and not be bothered by screaming in the background. How, how do you on a conference call? Oh, don't mind the chainsaw in the background. Like, oh, no, you... obviously, if I'm on the phone, I'll pause it okay. or turn it off or whatever. Just but checking. Just we'll just, I don't where, know the rules here. I'm just checking. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, you know, some people have like music playing in the background, like movies for me is like in the background. Like I'll just yeah. play it. And and I've got the TV off to the side enough. So where I'm not like constantly like looking at it, like it just I hear it. And if I want to, I have to like stop and pay attention to it. Okay. But for the most part, it's just kind of out of the way. So, um, so anyways, I've seen some really good movies, um, but I've also seen some really fucked up movies. Have you heard of, and we may have talked about this before. Have you heard of the human centipede? Oh my God, man. That was one of my fucking describe a movie badly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Talk about fucked up movies. Have you seen this and by the way there's a sequel at least one yes. sequel that i know of all right so i've seen some of it so i'm just going to jump ahead real quick small town doctor brings three people closer together that's how i was going <laughs> to that's how i was going to describe that movie all right yeah it, it's i've only watched the ending like i i won't watch the whole movie i like googled it or youtube did whatever to watch the end yeah that movie's fucked up the, i mean the interesting thing about the movie is it's no surprise like the entire movie he knows what he wants to do and he goes through, he's like collecting the victims and is like figuring out how to like stitch them together. And oh man, talk about a fucked up movie. Like I want to know who one came up with the idea, but two had the chutzpah to present it to some movie house that needs to produce it and pay for this movie. Like, like, Hey, guess what? I'm going to I'm going to have a guy sew somebody's lips to the asshole of another guy and then I'm, we're going to do this and 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 see if I can get food in the front mouth and the last guy to shit it out. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, "Oh my god." It's, it, for people listening, it is a fucked up movie. Yeah, like I said, so uh, by the way, it's a great film. I highly recommend it. Four out of five stars for me. No, I'm kidding. It's it's actually pretty disgusting, but uh it, I just can't believe something like that got produced. And, and it was good enough that they made a sequel. Yeah, like, because it's, it's different. Like, so I'm not, I'm not, a, I would never say I'm a huge fan of horror movies. What I would say is at home, I have no issue watching horror movies. I always felt a little bit ripped off in the theaters. Um, the movies I do like in the theaters are ones that have that little bit of suspense. Like, 
Screen was a good example of that. Yeah. It was a horror movie, but it had suspense as well. Well, like, and they, you know, there was a twist. Like, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of movies yeah. that have a twist. Like, it's not the predictable kind of format. Right. And the movies where somebody just jumps out from behind a bush and, like, boo. Like, I, I, it's a waste of money for me to go see that in theaters. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, that's interesting. Like, that's um, that, that's jumping in the fucking deep end, no less. That's not Yeah. <laughs> in, so, in so many ways. <laughs> we would like to see that uh, skyrocket to the iTunes number one movie this weekend, if anybody's interested. Oh, man. What a fucked up movie. Yeah. So um, this week also, I'm talking a little bit about Mother Nature. One just random thing I found out. In Connecticut, you are not allowed to have a company come and spray for bugs. So, like, let's say you have um, spiders or you have stink bugs or you have, uh, we have a thing called Connecticut salamanders here. You can call a company and they can come and do it. But a company cannot come for another seven days because the idea that – because I was asking the guy, I'm like, well, why can't – because you had to do something inside and something outside. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to come two different times. I'm like, why? He's like, because the government doesn't want us to, like, obliterate bugs. He's like, they're okay with us, you know, bug maintenance. But that's just, that has to be, like, one of those blue laws that have been around for hundreds – it just seems yeah, so weird to me. They don't do that in Arizona. Yeah. Are you so um, – do you guys have, uh, are you experiencing the whole um, cicada thing right now that happens every not. 17 years? I have not out here yet. Okay. So when I was in D.C., um, it happened to be, I lived in Washington, D.C. for about a year. And it happened to be the one year where the um, cicadas that go underground for 17 years hatch by the millions and basically take over the entire it's like a locust plague and they said super loud noise that they make almost sounds yeah, like a baby they make rattle. that super super loud noise there's different types of cicadas but there's one specific type they have red beady eyes that do this and then they molt so they leave their like shell of a body wherever they molt so if it's on a tree you'll see like the entire bark of the tree will be covered with like a hundred like molts of and it's just like you know like like hard plastic almost and um yeah that happens every 17 years and i was reading about it this is actually the the 17th year so it's actually been 17 years since i lived in dc which is you know, crazy to feel, think about yeah because it was well it was 2005 right because i was in yeah. australia you called me mm-hmm. to say you were moving there and then nine months later you called me to say you were 2004 leaving. yeah t- 2004 2005 yeah, yeah 2004 you came to my going away party while you were looking at houses in dc yeah so yeah no i haven't heard them yet but they usually end up hearing them and they're pretty loud. So another animal related thing. What is what do you think from memory is the weirdest thing you ever brought into school? Does it have to be animal related? No, no, no. Is this What's like the, show and tell? Nope. Just happen to have it in my bag. Like um, you know, some kids bring guns, knives. Uh, oh, throwing Jesus. stars, yeah, right? When we were kids, kid. throwing stars was a big oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That would have probably been the biggest thing. Are we not allowed to call them Chinese stars anymore? We are not, as I found out, allowed to call them Chinese stars. But if you're interested in an earlier episode, I did call them Chinese throwing stars. <laughs> and that's <laughs> okay. what I was told. You're not supposed to call them Chinese stars. <laughs> but By I'm sure your wife. My Chinese wife. <laughs> um, so I was speaking with a family member who's a school counselor today. And she said that somebody brought in... Can I in... answer the question first? Oh, sure. 
Because you did ask me a question and then yeah, we proceeded to, to like point. just brush over my feelings. You brought like, it as a matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the, the only thing that comes to mind is I used to have, uh, if you remember, we grew up in the graffiti era, right? Oh, yeah. And everybody had like a book. You brought the black book? I brought the black would, book. You would tag up? Um, well, I would, you, what you used to do is you used to like, you give it to somebody and they would take a page and they would, you know, graffiti it's all over tagging. it. And then, it's called tagging. Uh, tagging was kind of like when you wrote your name, like this was like an, a piece of art, like an entire page of art. And, um, and yeah, I mean, we used to pass the book around. So at one point in time, I had this big black book that had, you know, just different pages that were, you know, had pieces from all my buddies. That and was probably in, the weirdest thing. I could and think. then in college, ladies, you moved to a little black book. Hi, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was starting to say, sorry, I didn't, I forgot you had an answer. <laughs> Mike cousin who is a counselor said to me today actually that somebody in school brought a squirrel okay yeah they brought a mm. baby squirrel and they had it in their sleeve for the whole day they didn't even find out till the end of the day that the person had a fucking squirrel in their arm so i don't know what the squirrel was doing if it was shitting on their arm where it was oh. getting water from like I, I i just can't imagine how you go through a whole day with a squirrel Wow. So I kept asking, like, I'm like, so no, like, really, it was like in a carrying case, like you would a cat. She's like, no, in their shirt. And she's like, not in a sweater pocket in the front. I've she's seen people like, do that with ferrets. Or um, like you would cheat in cards, like in the Westerns where like an ace would come out of your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ferrets were a big thing, too, when we were kids. Mm. I don't remember any people bringing them to school, but I remember that being a thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, at least it wasn't a gun or a knife, because it seems like that that happens all too often nowadays. Yeah, I know. That's, um, I, I say this humorously, but it's true. That's one thing the pandemic had helped, actually, for a while. There wasn't yeah. any of those oh. kind of school shootings. There wasn't any of those, you know, 10 people getting shot up. And now that things are starting, well, you had yeah, in New York now City. we're starting to see them again. You had the random, like, acts of violence, right? Somebody gets shot mm -hmm. on the street, somebody gets stabbed on the street, but not those bigger number ones. Now that's unfortunately starting up again. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. All right. Um, one crazy question. Yes. So you thought of this one. So you want to ask me? And I sure. think, so you told me you're worried or think that we might be saying no, the same worried. answer. I just, because you and I listen to the same music for the most part. Right. Um, I, I'm a little bit more lately. I've been listening to a lot of EDM, whereas you're not a big fan, but um so the question is, if you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? All right. So before we like, answer. When I saw this question, the answer immediately came to me. Like, I didn't even have to think about all it. All right. So we're going to do one, two, three. We're both going to say it, and then we'll talk uh -huh. about it. All right. All one, right. Two, two, three. Three. Smells, Smells like, like Teen Spirit. Spirit. <laughs> That's great. I knew it. I knew it. There's probably some... <laughs> that's great. Two <laughs> fighter songs that are close second, some nine inch nails song. That's funny. That is hysterical. <laughs> I, I I just had this feeling. I'm like, it's uh, that's the one song in my entire life where MTV had this um, this preview segment. This is back when MTV actually played music videos, Those and it was called days. Buzz Clips, right? Yep. And they would play ten seconds of a song. And they'd be like, you know, coming up in the next 20 minutes, you know it. And the very first time I heard Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit, it was a buzz clip. 
and it was just a 10 second clip of the chorus and i immediately got chills and i went holy shit that song is awesome the very first time i heard 10 seconds of the chorus yeah. so and then of course i'm glued to the tv waiting for the entire song to play because now i want to know what the rest of the song sounds yeah, you like you can't miss it might not have had a dvd or a vcr you couldn't rewind like you can now yeah. on live tv and shit like that yeah so for me like i always so they say actually that the music the videos the songs the books all that kind of stuff movies that you listen to and watch from around 18 or 19 to about 24, 25 will be what you usually like for the rest of your life, right? Mm. And that song was when we were right around 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was similar. Like when it came on and then the whole Seattle movement, but them especially, I would tell people all the time, I'm like, and kids don't understand it now. And I know I sound like an old man, but I'm like, there's certain things that just, there's a line in the sand, right? There was World War II. That's something that people like it was before and after. The Korean War, the Vietnam War, people always view it that way. With music, you have like the Beatles hitting the U.S., mm -hmm. the Rolling Stones, Elvis. Nirvana was that. Like when they yeah. hit, it was like, that. here's a new line in the sand. Here's a new style of music we're going to be hearing a lot of. So that was what was fucking amazing about it. Mm-hmm. Funny, the best part about it or the interesting part about it was at, at the time, music was very polished um, and, and producers and labels were only interested in putting together. I mean, you have to think you had like Mariah Carey, you had Michael Jackson, you had Madonna, mm -hmm. kind of the end of, of, you know, when Madonna was popular. But you, you had all She's these acts that were... What's that? She's I, well, still putting not out good albums. ones. <laughs> so is Tupac, and he fucking died thirty years ago. Yeah. Um, you, you, everything was very polished, and the whole Nirvana slash Seattle sound. And I know they were one of many bands that all came out at the same time, or or, or at least got popular at the same time. Um, it was very unpolished and raw and in your face. And I think it spoke to a lot of teenagers at the yes. time that were just like, "F you, f this." Like they were looking for an outlet and that music was it. Yeah. And that look, fucking song still kicks ass now. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny. The other day I was in a supermarket and I was shopping and, you know, they're playing like Tony Bennett type songs in the background. And then the next thing I know, I'm starting to sing along just because the song clicked and mm -hmm. I'm like, here we are now. And, and it was fucking a Tony Bennett type version of Smells Like Teen Spirit that's that awesome. was playing on the radio. So, yeah. That song is not covered very awesome. Yeah. It's no. uh, it was, I'm very it was well often. Done. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All yeah, right. That's funny. Let's let that, that's hysterical. All right. Well, I, I don't think there's any, much else to be said around that. Let's move All on right. to a fact and a falsehood. All right. Excited fact for and this. a falsehood. I'm going to give you both. You can ask a question or two. I'll tell you a little mm -hmm. bit about them. First one. So, sorry, going back to last week to keep my notes, I originally wrote like fiction next to what it was or fact next to what it was. And I almost said that while I was reading it. So I, I got rid of that <laughs> so I don't fuck that up again. So first one, I ordered a hit on a chicken. The second one, I've wiped my ass with poison oak leaves. Questions. You ordered a hit on a chicken. Um Again, well within your realm of capabilities, for example, you could have been at a meat market and said, I want that chicken right there. Kill it for me now. 
um, and you are Italian, and I know your parents are very much into fresh, <laughs> fresh meats. So that, that was with well Travis. within. Yeah, that was well. All right. So, so where was said hit on this chicken? It was actually we were in Italy, and my grandfather and grandmother's farm. Okay. All right. Uh, second one was wiped my ass with poison oak leaves. Um. Okay, where where did that happen? So, Nurshell, my uncle has a, had a construction business. We were on a site in the summer. You, we would help him and move like the manual labor. Bring me some bricks. Bring me some cement. Shit like that. Had to take a shit. That time they didn't have those porta potties, so I had to go off in the side and take a shit. And I didn't realize that the leaves that he told me to use were poison oak leaves. <laughs> All right. Um, here's here's what I'm going to say. Um, both of these happened in your life. <laughs> One of them was an almost. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with the fact is the chicken hit because that shit happens all the time, especially in Italy. And uh, like I said, I know your family well enough to know that that's definitely within the realm. I'm going to say that you almost... Or someone tried to get you to use poison oak to wipe your ass, and you were smart enough at the time to not do it. All right. So when I was a kid, I was 10 or 11. It was in Italy. And every morning I would go out to check if the eggs were uh, uh, laid or not. And I would go around and I would actually pick all the eggs in the um, barn. My grandmother comes up to me. And says, oh, you like doing this? I said, yeah, it's fun. You know, we don't do this in the U.S. Like, it's fun. It's interesting. She's like, do you have a favorite chicken here? And I'm like, yeah, that one. That's the one she went and killed <laughs> later that day. <laughs> so for fucked dinner, up. For dinner. So, I, so un- fucked up. I unintentionally ordered a hit on a chicken. <laughs> so the oh. poison oak leaves one. Most of that story, what I told you, was true. But it was actually my uncle who wiped his own ass with poison oak leaves oh, and actually Jesus. got poison oak on his ass. Why? Yeah. Same thing. I feel he, like he, he had to take a shit on site, didn't realize they were actually poison oak leaves, and got poison oak on his ass. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. oh, man, I can't imagine that. By the way, I'm 2-0 and in this game. Fucking yeah. love it. You're doing well? Oh, I'm not competitive. <laughs> I don't keep track. I, uh... <laughs> All right, let's describe a movie badly. All right, well, one of mine you shot down. How many do you have? Uh, as many as we need. Let's go. Let's do. Uh, let's do two. Why a piece, don't you do one? We'll I can only do one now. I lost one. You do, right, one, do one. I'll do one. Then All you right. do one more. I, I fucking love this one. <laughs> All right, you ready? Go. Uh, it's so disgusting. It's right up our alley. A teen boy's body changes, and he discovers he can shoot a white, sticky liquid out of his body. Oh, that's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one. <laughs> all right. So we all know I had the human centipede one. That one shot. Yeah. This other one is everyone takes the ice bucket challenge. Oh, that's Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I, all right. I, I, I saw that one when I was looking for, like, ones, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny, but I'm not going to use it. But, yeah, yeah I saw I that one. It. Yeah. Oh, man, if you would have oh, fucking told that at some point in this, too, you would have ruined both of mine. <laughs> all right. What's your other one? Oh, here. Let's pick one. I've got a whole fucking page of them. All right. Um, there was a good one here. All right. A group of friends decides to spend less time online. Flatliners. No. 
The Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. By the way, that movie, as much as I absolutely remember loving the hell out of it and the concept of it, doesn't age well. I tried to get my kids to watch it a couple years ago. Yeah, the first one. And they all fell asleep. How about the special effects? Do those at least still jump out, or is it like... Oh, yeah. the spe- I mean, the special effects were fucking spot on. By the way, do you know that the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters? Did are you they know both? That? I know one of them. They're uh, both trans. Uh, they both are. Yeah. And they're rebooting The Matrix now with them again. Huh. Mm-hmm. Everything old um, is new again. Don't throw anything out of your closet. I, uh, yeah, that's just bizarre. Mm. All right. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we ran the uh, we ran a mock. So the describe a movie badly thing, I, I stumbled across. It's not a new idea, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I stumbled across it, and then what I've actually been reading is Jimmy Kimmel actually has recently made this like one of his things. So the last couple of oh, months he's his been doing it. on the show. Yeah, and that that's not even where I heard it from. But I thought that was interesting. That I used to have a friend who used to say no one has any original ideas. And I'm like, well, that's just fucking stupid, right? I don't, I don't buy that. But it's, it's funny true. that, yeah. Well, this one I knew was an original idea. I just didn't realize it was on fucking late night every night, potentially on TV. So, uh, all right. That was- well, I, I first came across it on Twitter. Like it was, it was a Twitter thing for years and years and years. So, uh, I'm, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel may do it, but uh, it certainly was not his idea. So we're we're saying the same thing. Jimmy Kimmel's ripping people off, right? That's what we're saying. 100%. <laughs> he copied us. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. bored.